0: Actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. I want to take a second to remind you of our awesome sponsor, Grammarly. You are not going to escape this life without writing a lot. Whether it's a newsletter, whether it's emails, whether you're outreaching for different things like I am right now looking for investors, you are probably communicating through your words. And that is why I love Grammarly. We... Send and get so many messages and documents that things can start to blend together or sound the same. So, more effective writing is the key to making better connections. Grammarly has completely impacted the way that I write. They have clarity suggestions, it's a feature that makes your sentences clear, concise, and crisp by cutting out the unnecessary words and redundant words. You don't really realize how much we use the same words over and over. They have vocabulary suggestions, which helps us avoid overused words and redundancies to keep readers engaged. You can expand your vocabulary and replace boring and bland words with more exciting, effective, and memorable ones. Some examples are goal setting, overall writing score, vocabulary suggestions, clarity checks, tone, and even plagiarism, you guys. So if you happen to be writing a book, this is a huge helper with that. How intuitive is integrating Grammarly into my life? So intuitive. I find that I am relying on Grammarly all of the time, and it's truly helped me become an interesting writer, especially when I'm communicating to my email list. You guys, you can literally elevate your writing with 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com forward slash happy. That's 20% off Grammarly Premium at dot com slash happy.
1: We are constantly seeking out couples that are doing and living the way we want to live and tapping into them for guidance. And we're constantly seeking out the propaganda, the podcasts and the books that are explaining the tips and tricks how to have the relationship that you want to have.
0: And we're back with another episode of He Said. She said, I feel like we had a like a nice break, even though it was because we were sick, but we had a nice break, and I'm super recharged and energized to be back on these.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a couple of week break, and our last episode was, you know, recorded right after that break. And we talked about how it ended up being such a gift as opposed to being a bad thing that we had a couple of weeks to recover. Anyhow, we wanted to go from talking about perspective in the last episode to giving you something really tangible in this one. And we really wanted to share, because we are having this conversation about this this morning, we really wanted to share this handful of things that tie together business and relationships. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a a handful of things out there that have everything to do with having a successful business. And those exact same things have everything to do with having a successful relationship.
0: So what do relationships and business have in common? And our first tip or our first kind of commonality is that you must have an unwavering standard of who is in your life.
1: Repeat that with a little bit more like, wow, because this one is really... You
0: must have an unwavering standard of who's in your
1: life. When I said that this morning when we were talking, (laughs) I was like, you know what, babe? You just have to have an unwavering standard of who's in your life. And we went off on this tangent. I was like, this is a really important, powerful statement. So let's kind of, I don't know if you want to separate these, as you guys can tell, they're not very planned out episodes. It's the two of us rambling on here, but let's kind of separate these. Why does it have to do with business? Why does it have to do with relationships?
0: Well, this is huge because you, you literally take on the traits and become the people that you are around the most. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: let's, I'm going to just use the relationship example first.
1: And then I'll do business.
0: Yes. So the relationship example, you know, there've been times in our lives, especially when we moved, I remember we, when we moved out to California, we ended up going out with this couple who like picked on each other the whole time. They did not get along. It was not a very enjoyable experience, but we enjoyed like them individually, but they were just not a great couple. We were out to dinner and I was like, wow, I do not want this to become my normal. And I know that if we start hanging around with couples like that who all kind of like bicker or put the other one down, that that would start to feel normal to me and it would be Mm -hmm. acceptable. And that that it would infiltrate our relationship. And we went home that night, we drove in the car ride on the way home, and we said, never again. We will never let that like poison into our relationship. So that might sound super extreme to people, but that's what I mean by an unwavering standard is to me, it felt like these little tiny like roots that you maybe don't see getting into your relationship and sneaking their way in. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, it's too late because it's kind of started to strangle what you both had. And that is like the utmost respect and admiration for your partner, knowing that what you say about them and to them is a reflection of yourself. And I'll tell you, it was just like this moment of like, no, never, no way, never again. I will not let that into my world.
1: And I'll tell you what, even if you are single right now and you're hearing this, this also goes for you. Like, I know we said relationships and business, what are the common ties? But really, it's life and business. What are the common ties? Because you need to have this unwavering standard of who's going to have influence on you. Mm -hmm. Because when you spend time around people, they are either filling you up real slowly, little bit by bit by bit at a time, or they are sucking away from you real slowly, bit by bit by bit at a time. And you don't even realize it's happening sometimes. But one of the things you can tune into is just like Lori said, we're driving home from this dinner. This was years ago, by the way. But we're like, wait, how did they make us feel? Mm -hmm. And it it didn't fill us up being around the two of them. Individually, cool people, them as a couple, it didn't fill us up with any joy. It didn't fill us up with any value. We decided right then and there, hey, we're not going to hang around them as a couple because we're going to have this unwavering standard of who is in our life. We do this with friends. We do this with business partners. To tie this into business, guys, this is why we join Masterminds. This is also why we run Masterminds, is because it's a container where we can literally absolutely count on the fact that when someone signs up for that, it means they're motivated. It means they're driven. It means that they want to advance their business. It means they want to collaborate. It means all of these things that we are seeking in people that we want to surround ourselves with in business. So from your coaches to your peers, to your partners, to just people that you follow on on Instagram or anywhere, you got to have an unwavering standard of who those people are going to be.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting. It's like when we grew up, your parents wouldn't let you hang out with bullies from school because they knew that you would turn into a bully. Like all of a sudden you're punching a kid. Oh
1: my God, the bad kid. <laughs> Remember parents were like, you yes. can't hang out with them. You're like, why? Like, exactly. You just can't. They're not good. You know, so whatever.
0: You know, it's the same reason why people want to meet people when they first move somewhere or just in life in general in a in their church. Like, it's the same exact reason is because they know that they'll most likely have the same ideas, core values, and interests. Mm. So it's, it's that common theme throughout of like knowing what you want and then... You know, especially you had mentioned just masterminds. Like We know we love to talk business. We know that. We know we love big dreamers. We know we love to expand. We know that we love challenges and we want to talk through those with people. That's what a mastermind does. Okay, point two, you must always be growing. Getting guidance from the beginning before it's too late.
1: Yeah, I'm so big on this one. Here's what I want to say to everyone listening right now. You don't go get guidance or coaching or help when things are bad. You go get them while things are good. That's how you keep momentum going and take it to the next level. Here's where most people go wrong. They think I'll get a coach when things go wrong and they'll fix it for me. Oh, I'll join a mastermind when when things are are stagnant and that'll fix it for me. Oh, I'll go change business partners or I'll get a new social media agency or I'll get a new whatever once things are stalled and that'll fix it for me. No, that's why you're always fixing instead of always you know, just printing money. The key to life and the key to business is that you get the guidance while you have the momentum. And that's what keeps the momentum. You see, momentum is the hardest thing to get. It really is. It's the hardest thing to get going. It's the most valuable thing you can have. And then it's the easiest thing to lose. And so to keep the momentum, once you have the momentum, you need to make sure you are seeking out the next best coach, the next best you know tribe the next best guidance next best counselor if we're going to tie this back into relationships the next best couples master whatever it might be you need to seek that guidance and that that coaching while things are good not when they're bad
0: yeah right now i'm going to apply this just to my business um building light pink right now you know with my i i I'm asking questions when I get the opportunity to get on the phone with people after creating that opportunity. I just want to point out, um, I always want to say those things because people are like, oh, it must be nice to have this network. No, I am legitimately reaching out, doing 10, 15, 20 reach out emails a day. Imagine how your business would change if you did that proactively. And that also goes into a relationship. Imagine if you were that proactive in your relationship, saying 10, 20 nice things to your partner, asking them how they are in a day you know and in what i'm doing from the beginning of this business is literally saying where are the places where new founders like myself go wrong and you know i've gotten a lot of answers and one of the biggest one is like with my supply chain like where do i get my ingredients where am i sourcing my wine where am i getting my co-packer where you know who am i choosing for distribution so what i did from the beginning is say how can i get guidance on this from the beginning instead of having to get someone to come in and fix the mess later because that's typically what happens in a startup is people end up spending hundreds of thousands of dollars or making these large mistakes instead of asking from the beginning where do most people go wrong injecting maybe more money than you want in the beginning but knowing that it is fixing it's going to save you from you know, a, a large mistake. Later, I got the best advice from someone, and it was like, just make sure that your main goal is that you're making, you know, mistakes that only cost you a thousand dollars or ten thousand or twenty thousand, compared to the hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in mistakes. And I think we can apply that to our our marriages, our relationships, our friendships make sure that you're making those small mistakes and asking questions along the way. Like, hey, you know, how can we make this better? Where do you feel like you're not being seen, heard? Um, where do you think that our, you know, a problem in our relationship is if there is one at all? Like being really proactive.
1: You know, when it comes to the relationship side and, and seeking guidance and, and, and seeking inspiration while things are good, not waiting till they're bad, a lot of people uh, will have a marriage counselor while things are good, like I think they call them tune-ups and I think that's a really cool idea we haven't done done that yet, but our version of that is we are constantly seeking out couples that are doing and living the way we want to live and tapping into them for guidance and we are constantly seeking out the propaganda, the podcasts and the books that are explaining the tips and tricks how to have the relationship that you want to have and we are constantly. Looking for relationship inspiration, and you know, if it's a person asking them for clues, if it's if it's a resource, you know, downloading it for for clues to guide us on where we want to go.
0: And we've been to our when events were around, we definitely went to our fair share of events on personal development and working together as a couple. And I'll tell you, like you know, whether you know you're a a husband, a, a wife, whatever your partner, listening to this, and maybe one of you is like. I'm not really into that. That's the difference is if you're not really into it, but you're still willing to try it on and then not make fun of the partner if they're into it. Like, I think that is where the breakdown comes is like, you know what? Just try it. Like, see potentially like ask your partner and get curious, like, what do you love about this? Like, I don't love this. This is uncomfortable, but why is it helping you? And then if it's really helping them, just get on board for them. I think that's what you did for me in the beginning. And then you realize like, you probably were on day four of something, hour 39,000, and you probably realized that it would be better to just maybe lean in and try to find something interesting or find the value. And then you finally did.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, number three. In a relationship and in a business, you need a vision and a goal and a set of ideals on how you operate.
1: Mm, Say it again. In a relationship and in a business, you need a manifesto, a target
0: a target, something that you're always striving for, something you know that that vision that you you want for your family, that vision that you want for each other as a couple. And it why why do you want these things like in a business and in a relationship? It's because you want what it does is it it informs you of when you are off track. That's all it is. It's an informer. I really want to sing the Informer song. Informer, you know, Oh, wow, you nailed Mickey it. Boom, boom down. <laughs> Come on. Nobody in the world knows what he actually says there. And if you do, let me know.
1: And if you can rap it, that's even better. You're about to get 100 DMs with it. But this is so true. If you don't have a target, then you're just kind of shooting blindly and you're not going to hit where you, know, where you want to go. And if you don't have a set of guidelines on what you're going to represent as a couple and what you're going to re- represent as a company, then you're going to be operating blindly and you're going to be guessing. And that is going to be the most inefficient way, whether it's to thrive as a couple, whether it's to thrive as a business, that you can possibly operate. And that's going to increase your chances significantly of making mistakes. And so you've got to have a written set of guidelines on how you want to show up as a business. You've got to have a written set of guidelines of how you want to show up as an individual or as a couple. The same thing that has to do with living a good life has to do with running a good business. And that is having a target and what do you want to call it? Some commandments, a manifesto, so to speak.
0: Core values, manifesto, whatever you want to call it. Do you have ours?
1: I do have ours. Let me look it up real quick here.
0: So I think that this is um, you know, this is something that we actually made recently because Chris and I were like, wait, we have a set of core values. We have like this standard that we apply to ourselves that we didn't really... I mean, we knew that we were doing it. We know that whenever we get in fights, we know that whenever we get in hard times, we have these certain things that we say to each other. We have these certain things that we say about it in general. Um, And we wanted to write these all down so people could know what it is that actually, how we reframe, right? A manifesto is just like, how do you reframe the bullshit when life happens and just happens over and over and over again? By the way, you guys, I think it's really easy for people to look at our life and be like, oh, they must never have bad things happen. But we absolutely are, have become experts in referring back to these things that make us reframe the things that happen and turn them into lessons or good things.
1: Okay, I found them. Here's our couple's manifesto, so to speak. The success of our relationship and family is dependent on the words we say, the actions we perform, and prayers we pray on any given day. We believe with all our being that everything is working out in our favor, no matter what. We show up in the face of hardship. We lean into God and vow to always get bigger than the problem. We strive to leave every person we encounter better than we found them and work to guide them into their greatness. We communicate openly, early and often, and promise to always keep growing and seeking new purpose. We prioritize play, laugh, love, friends, travel dates, and vow to always try on each other's crazy ideas to see if it's a fit today, tomorrow, and forever. That's our couple's manifesto. That's what Lori and I sat down and wrote together in order to always have this, I don't know, this vision, this target to come back to, this set of operating guidelines. And when you've got the set of, uh, of being, this way of being, that you get to always come back to. It helps you make decisions in tough times when it feels like everything's unraveling.
0: Yeah, I, I literally love that so much. And I actually want to put it as the screensaver in the back of my phone so that whenever I'm feeling crazy, whenever I'm feeling like I can't overcome something, whenever I'm pissed off at you, whatever, <laughs> I, can, I can just pull that up and we can read it and be annoyed and then reframe right away.
1: What do you think is one of the most important things in here that we have in our manifest? I'll give you an example. For me, it's that we always are willing to try things on for size. So when you bring an idea to me or when I bring an idea to you, we're not discounting it right away and we're not making the other person feel bad about the idea. We literally have this policy that, okay, I'm going to try it on for size. And if it's a fit, great. By the way, a lot of things I think are not going to be a fit end up being a fit for us. And then if it's not a fit, at least you honor the other person by giving it a, a good, honest shot. That's, that's the one that stands out to me. What about you?
0: You know The one that that stands out right away for me is we show up in the face of hardship and lean into God because I really believe that hardship is how we find ourselves, we find our purpose, we find our meaning and, and how we get closer as a couple and how we get stronger in our faith. So it's kind of like, it also helps me when I think of it that way, I don't look at problems as big problems. I look at them as opportunities to get bigger and better.
1: I love that. You know, we actually have this manifesto because we're in a couple's mastermind. And that was one of our versions of seeking out guidance is by being in a couple's mastermind that takes a bunch of business couples, but makes them put their relationship first. And now that couple's mastermind that we're in, that has no openings at all right now. But our business mastermind, our elite entrepreneur mastermind does have about 20% of the spots left for 2021. So, if you're listening to this right now and you want literally point number 1 that we made up, which is an unwavering standard of incredible human beings in your life and in your business to collaborate with, and if you want somebody to help guide you on a target and help guide you on your core values. And it, honestly, if you're looking for all those people that you say, "Dang it, where's the people that get me? Where's the people I understand why I'm so driven, why I'm such a hard charger?" Guys, this is the container every single year where those people are. That's why Lori and I belong to these things. So anyhow, I'll spare you the the big sales pitch, but I will tell you, we've got a handful of spots left. Um, If you are interested in our elite entrepreneur mastermind, you have to be earning over a half a million dollars this year in 2021. You have to be earning over 500 grand in, in gross revenue this year in 2021. And if that's you, I want you to do one of two things. Either go to ForTheLoveOfMoney.com forward slash mastermind, check out the details there and fill out the application, or simply text me Elite to 310-421-0416. Those are the two things you got to do right now. Go to ForTheLoveOfMoney.com forward slash mastermind, check it out, fill out the app. We'll jump on a Zoom to see if it's a fit for you, or just text me the word Elite so we can text back and forth about it at 310-421-0416.
0: All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we love, love, love to see what your biggest takeaway was. Are you going to make a manifesto? What did you love about it? What really hit you? Um, it's always powerful for us to be in touch with our audience so we can give you what you is really resonating with you the next time.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. We always appreciate
0: you. Bye-bye. more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? and I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago, texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works.